0: And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Galactic Zoo radio show and podcast. It's time for part two of my interview with the very funny and lovely Will Franken. You may have caught part one. If you haven't already caught part one, it's available as a podcast as well. Just search for it on Spotify. Uh, Galactic Zoo is the name, and you'll see the podcast there with Will Franken. If not, listen to it on Radio Alumni. As it goes round on repeat for about a week, and then goes into the archives there. But for no further delay, here is part two of my interview with the great Will Franken. It does have a life-saving power. Of course it does, and especially music. Music has a an amazing um, life-saving power and energy, and a lot yeah. of a lot of great message. And I've only learnt this myself, and the. Uh, like to the foot, to the, to the extent at which I know it now in, within the pandemic kind of time frame. So I've I've realised and it's been pointed out to me. I'm going to do a show on it as well, of of lots of songs that have got very poignant messages about this very time embedded in them. And whether even the writers the lyricists of those songs knew what they were writing about, or whether they were kind of divinely inspired, or however it was channeled to them, they're kind of very relevant now one one thing i've noticed about music as well is that there was a lot of song a lot of music and i mean i dj'd for 18 years so I, i've got a lot a, a huge collection of music on vinyl and cd and digital but um, a lot of tunes from the 50s on and even prior to that had the word love in them and, yeah. like, and more the the more you get into the modern era the less the word love features in in music because it was why oh interesting yes it, one no isn't it Want. i want you or something yeah it's just like it's just kind of like taking a back seat i'm not saying it doesn't exist you know i'm sure ed sheeran's um sung about love a lot but the amount that the the word love was in in um in music because love is kind of like it's, it's like the kryptonite to the to anyone involved in the dark side. So love is, has an energy it's just the word um the essence of the word has has an energy to it which you're not going to like if you're a dark fucking soul so they steer steer humans away from anything to do with when do you ever ever hear anyone in government using the word love
1: well you know what they do though they say thoughts and prayers you know I, i actually think it would be more sinister if the government did say love because you know it'd be twisted and abused
0: and you know it be so, it'd it'd I mean in it, a I mean in say, any context like, at any time you know like, you know, like we need to involved
2: within you know love and whatever then we're really
0: in trouble oh, but you know even in the context of like say for example at the peak of the pandemic if it, if they were genuine human beings they would be given that a message of look we need to love one another look after one another you know and yeah. spread love throughout the community just in that respect where you could like a simplistic way not in some kind of devious kind of way which you can misinterpret, but a very plain and honest kind of way. They never do that. In the same way as they never told anybody to take vitamin D, you know, the most yeah. basic fundamental thing for your immune system, which is readily available even at the corner shop. You know, they never advise anyone: take vitamin C, take vitamin D. If the sun's out, at least stick your face in the window, or out the window, and get it to hit your face. None of that. That never kind of. That's the same kind of thing. Is they they avoid telling you the good stuff. At all what, what,
1: what a convenient virus! I mean, it it, uh, it doesn't affect greedy land-grabbing developers. Uh, it, it, and then, if you are affected by it, you have to stay away from the people who are affected by it. So, you can't have any human love, no singing. It was so obvious. It was like the Grinch who stole Christmas. It's like, and, and you know, it's, my, my missus and I, we were, I, I don't know at what point they said that there was a new variant and they had weaponized itself. And see, this is the optimist in me when I read that they were saying that a a virus had weaponized itself or it had grown smarter, I I would always think that's it, that's finally going to be the thing where people say this is bullshit and my missus would say, no, they're going to believe in it more now and they did. A lot of people fucking did and and I just thought that this is such cartoonish language. It's like the the most evil virus that ever lived and the smartest and uh, I don't know, people are credulous, you know. You know, I did uh, Paradise Lost, an audiobook of it, when this thing kicked. I remember, about a year and a half, and uh, I was, you know, Milton wrote this uh, treatise on the on the English uh, leadership structure because he was in favor of killing the king, and uh, he he wrote a tract specifically to attack the credulity of the English, and uh, you know, this was Milton, not me, saying this, but you know, it, it was interesting to see how credulous people can be, you know, that that, that, that these, like, somebody like Boris Johnson actually gives a rat's ass about your health, yeah, and loves you, I mean, you got to be out of your fucking mind, man, but, you know, maybe, may, hey, maybe that's the optimism for me, is that, you know, my, my anger's even getting realer.
0: I think, I think, you know, with British people, though, well, there's a lot of kind of silent rebellion often with them, they don't really want they're not like the French where they want to go out and pile up haystacks and and um, bales and set fire to them and stop the roads with their trucks you get a few kind yeah. of climate envirom- environmentalists who uh, will stop the m25 and sit there and wait to be scuffled by a few police but a lot of okay, uh, well, I hey, think- well, hey, uh, speaking of that Tony
1: you know and this this is probably conspiratorial but it's called insulate now right this thing yeah and I would imagine, I mean, this, this is just a hunch. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that, if that was a government thing to send out these guys saying, we need more, oh, come on, insulation? Are you, are you telling me the protesters get together and they complain about not enough insulation? I can imagine that's some kind of smart home racket or some kind of government uh, payoff thing to insulate. I've never heard of anything so ridiculous. like somebody going out and pro- protesting for better cladding give us new siding i've never heard of it to me that sounds i wouldn't be surprised if that was made up
0: i think i think uh it's like the fuel crisis now we've just you know i can't i've got, I've got no petrol in our car i've got to get my kids to school we're going to take them on a bike so you know we can do all that we've, we're prepared for that but yeah. this whole fuel crisis how convenient that it's happening now how convenient yeah. at this food crisis! How could and, and I'll give you a kind of heads up of what's probably coming down the line. There will obviously be more kind of drastic food crisis. There'll be money and economic crisis. I think we all know that. But then there'll be some kind of internet like blackout or crash. Something will happen of the internet, and we won't be able to communicate. And that might who knows how long that might go on for. But these are all things that are potentially in the pipeline. All goodies for that the Christmas Grinch has in store. For General yeah. Joe Public, and uh, we can all look forward to unwrapping those presents. So get your baked bean tins and store them at the back of the cupboard, and make sure you've got somewhere of filtering water so you can drink your own pee. <laughs> that's a that's a, a given. But I mean, we have to leave with some hope, though. And um, so yeah. Will, Will was what? Well, just tell us again the name of your new work and your name and your name of uh, what your YouTube YouTube channel called. Uh, I guess the,
1: you know it's just Will Franken there's the name of my channel, and it's the most recent video that's up, which is just uh, a, a word on the screen, but it's, so it's an audio thing, so a nice pair of headphones is always recommended. Uh, it's called Selvatico, S-E-L-V-A-T-I-C-O, which is, you know, when you're learning a new language, you start to get favorite words, and I just I fell in love with that word, wild, selvatico.
0: And you're Italian, so I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, you don't know. Yeah, the last, uh, the last part, salvages I only speak dialect, Southern Italian dialect. And when, ever, whenever I've spoken to like Northern Italians, they look at me like, "What kind of creature are you?" And, uh, you know, because Italian. <laughs> yeah, I hear there's a You know, I've, I, that's the thing. I've never been, man. But
1: I thought, you know. Why not? I got you know. Why not learn Italian? There's a, and
0: uh, there's definitely a massive divide in Italy with the old, um, um linguistics and kind of the north and south divide. There's a huge north and south divide, you know, for what it's worth, in Italy. And, well, and I'm the learning, language
1: in those uh, Toto films. You you must have heard of Alberto Sordi. I
0: well, think right? so. Yeah.
1: He is. This guy is amazing. I mean, I've just gotten into his films. What a comic talent that guy is. Uh, Il Vedevo, the, that, That's the one where he thinks his wife is dead, and he starts. To, he goes off, flirts with some other woman, and she comes back. She didn't die. he's <laughs> Heartbroken. I mean, it's it's little stuff like that that gives me hope, or or a great book, you know, or getting my hands on. You know, because I feel like everything I'm doing is opposite the direction that the world is going in, and and sometimes that can seem a bit like a siege mentality, like. You know, I'll, I'll be damned if I'm going in this direction. So, you know, give me the Iliad. But you know, for the short term, that's what I'm doing and, and making stuff. And that's what Selvatico was about. Um, I, I I know another guy uh, who's him and his girlfriend don't believe in this shit. And he gave me his album. He made an album which I thought was very music album. And it was very beautiful. And I thought, yeah, it's time for you to do something now. You got to you got to make something now. And so I made this uh, 52-minute album which. You know, there is a fake concert in there called depopulusa and these loser idiots who've all had their vaccines—you know—trying to get to depopulusa and, and it's, it's like it's like the monkeys.
0: There is a lot of shit happening in it, but I am really proud of it. I look forward to listening to yeah. that. Actually, I am going to get that. I am going to listen to your new book, and when I am driving around, obviously, when I've got some fuel. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you like. I think you like it,
1: man. It's um. I've, not, I've only done a comedy double album. I've done lots of comedy albums. This is my this is my second double album. And it's just, I feel like I, it, it's where I am right now. And I, I have moments when I listen back to it, and it's just, I actually get, because I made it and I'm so close to it, it's like, okay, that's too much. i got to stop listening now. You know, it actually, I think because it is funny, but then every now and then, when I stop and I realize you're actually talking about something that's happening right out your window, it, it is a little bit like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, but,
2: what, uh, what, do you,
0: what do you think? I, I hope I've provided some hope. <laughs> yeah, know. of course you have. I mean, of course you have. I, you know what it is,
1: Tony? There's, a, there's it's like a frozen diaspora of people who don't believe. And so, you might be in one town where, you know, there's nobody around for miles that thinks like you or that, or you might be in some place where you're, you're fortunate enough to have neighbors who are on the same page. We're just all spread out, as you say.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, but we, you know, we're connected energetically and there are great organizations happening, like stand in the park where people are finding their new tribes. And that's a great thing. Yeah.
1: We've got one down here.
0: I go to on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people who've kind of become very um, lonely. I've got family members, who have like lo- lost their kind of close contacts and f- family members, and not lost them to the virus or anything, but lost them because of division in belief systems, and then they've found new people to hang out with, at stand in the park, and their and their social circle suddenly become even bigger than it was prior, and they've got people to chat to with about subjects that they never had even thought about chatting about in their whole lives prior to that.
1: Well, see, this is where I get confused now. See, like, I, I for my birthday down here and i had uh and if i if i'd known if i thought you were you, you might come down i would have invited you basically i was having everybody i i would I, I knew about two people there there was a lady who was running for independent counselor on an anti this covid story platform and i was so pleased i invited her to my house i said you know what just Because when they had the elections, I was getting the Labor bullshit, the Tory bullshit, the Green bullshit, and even the Communist Party bullshit, and it was all bullshit, because it didn't deal with the great takeover of the human soul. And this woman, bless her heart, was running as an independent, and when I got her flyer, I said, you know, would you like to come over, have a cup of coffee? And then basically I said, you know, I'm having a birthday, if you want to invite anybody you know who doesn't believe in this shit, they can come over to my flat. So we had about maybe ten people here in this little flat, and... I, I met this couple, and I, and I really got on with them. And when they opened these, you know, quote unquote, opened society up again, all of these businesses that had, you know, cowered behind closed doors. And I've never owned a business, but that's, you know, the way I saw it. They were just cowards that hid behind closed doors. They opened up again, and they invited us down. They said, "Come meet us at this cafe," and we went to the cafe, but I said, I'm not setting foot in there. And they came to the, so we had this conversation. I said, look, I, uh, to me, this is very unkosher. Where are these people going to be the next time this shit happens? They're going to close their doors up again. There's the QR code thing. And even though the the lady said, well, it's all lip service. And I said, yeah, but that's how they got this done through lip service. So I, I, I'm not going to set foot in this cafe. So. I don't know if some people think I'm maybe too hardcore or whatever, but I think you know if you know somebody was complicit in this shit. Because I'll tell you one thing, Tony: it was, it was beautiful. It is beautiful to be on the side of right, but it's also can be very fucking lonely. And we've had everybody from the prime minister call us insane. You know, anti-vaxxers are nuts. Uh, to your to next door neighbors, I, I I've had people I've had this old lady across the street tell me if I don't like the, essentially if, I, if you don't like fascism then you go back to where you came from. That's the kind of behavior I get uh, from from some people sometimes, and uh, you know, and that's why I'm a big believer in just opening your mouth. I know the British kind of protest silently, but sometimes it is like tick tock tick tock. Could you open your mouth, please? <laughs> if you on, on my side, it's very lonely. So I I don't know. I mean, that's just where I am. I. I wouldn't, you know, if if I know a business, you know, barred itself up. Essentially, they said, you know, go to me, go fuck yourself. We're with the government on this one. And so I, I don't know when that's going to heal, if ever.
0: It's a major um, but, invest. But it's a major. I, I tried to do as little of this fakery as possible. I've never once put a mask on my face. I, I wouldn't even do it for a joke. I find the image so horrifying. Yeah. Um,
1: and. Uh, for classic literature, man, because that stuff is long, detailed. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: look, I, I think uh, I, I think they're going to fail. I, I'm with you. I think that they
1: they will lose because everything they're doing, as you say, is an inversion. They're trying to put a square peg through a round hole in, in everything from nature to the human body. They're going completely against God, goodness, right. Well, that's what I want to
0: ask you. Where, where's God in all this? What's God up to? Got is God watching this? What do you think God's Uh, I mean is it is there a godly plan here
1: I don't know man it has I don't know I you know I'm I was so concentrated on Paradise Lost and now what I've done is I'm 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 gonna revisit Dante in a bit so I'm I'm doing all of this Latin stuff in advance you know with Virgil and Ovid and so you know I've I've got a head full of the Greek uh, approach to God right now which does seem very capricious But yet, at the same time, there is this idea that there is this one God that formed things out of chaos. I I don't know. Maybe it's in the midst of making paradise lost. I, I, I theorized at one point that they're trying, the powers that be are trying to create another Garden of Eden. And because they're not God, they're going to fail at that. And and when they do, they will create another flood as a result, and be hopefully just wiped away. The the secular part of me wants to see a Ceausescuing of of every one of these bastards who's involved, you know. But Ceausescu met his fate, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in Romania, in the yeah, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, yeah 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 Like that's the level of ang-
1: that that's the justice I, I think we we have human traffickers at the top. You know, in a lot of these fucking places. I mean, that's the scum of the earth. And um, I don't know I've got to go off the track there. But, <laughs> you know, that, but, but as far as God, uh, you know, it could be that. It could be, that. Or it could be um, you know, what they're
0: would you, trying what would to you be God if you...
1: themselves. And in so doing, they're, they're wreaking dest- I know two suicides in the wake of this. Uh, I, I had an uncle that didn't get his cancer operation, waited a year and a half because of a COVID crisis in Missouri that never hit that fucking hospital. And couldn't he couldn't have the funeral he wanted? He couldn't uh, have the visits he wanted. So I know people that have died from this fucking
2: lie.
0: And um, so, what would you ask? So, you let's, let's let's just 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 I would like to ask you this: if you could have some direct communion with God and just ask him a couple of questions about this, what would you ask? I mean, that's I've, I've, that's just popped into my head. I'd like to know what I'd ask, but what would you ask?
1: You know what, to be honest, the first thing I'd ask him was, are you okay with me? You know, I know I'm not perfect. <laughs> you know, I know I chain smoke. I know I have a horrible temper. I know I've, uh, you know, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but, you know, I, I hope you're okay with me. That's the first thing I want to check on.
0: Yeah, like and then I'd
1: say, what is, this, what is all this weird shit about? I, I don't know. I, I, I believe that he's, you know, his hand isn't anywhere in this. So I think it's, you know... I mean, I I have atheists living across the street who might not have ever read Richard Dawkins, but they're the kind of atheists that watch Netflix, spend half a million pounds on a piece of shit home because it's new. Just blind, stupid materialism. I think God has... um, there's, There's something that reoccurs in... Latin, Greek, and then when you get to Milton, Dante, this, there's a theme that occurs where God, and especially in the Old Testament, the Judaic God, withdraws His sight from His people at certain points in time, uh, because, as, as you, I think you mentioned this before, because they, they give themselves over to weird inversions, perversions, what have you, and He kind of shuts His eyes and. Allow certain events to unfold before interfering. I, I, I don't know. I hate to sound like Hobbes here, but I've my my belief in God will always remain fixed. I think it takes I think it takes more faith to be an atheist. I, I don't know how people can convince themselves that this was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: what the uh, pandemic I, or God or life? <laughs> well,
1: what, what What would you ask God?
0: I'd ask God. Um... That's is is a is a, it's a very deep question, is it? I'd I'd ask God if it is part of His divine, if there is a divine plan, is this part of it? And can you give me some kind of ideas when we get to the good bit? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just so I can you know know when to arrange my next party for. But uh, I, w- yeah. I, I would like to yeah I would, that I, I would like to know if this is to awaken the ma because that's what I feel it is. I'd like to have that affirmed or kind of not affirmed in my mind because I feel after a very long time of kind of shouting silently from the cliffs into the ocean where no one can hear me that there's something wrong going on um, that now I can see lots of people seeing that there's something got wrong going on like I said to you earlier so for me personally and many people like myself who've invested a great deal of their time over their lives into trying to find out what's going on because it's no, it's no, it's like the sixty-four million dollar question: What's going on in life? You know why? Yeah. What? Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And what's going on? They're fundamental questions. But then, apart from that, is who the fuck are these people that are steering us into oblivion? And why are they doing all this dark shit? What's yeah. going on? So, I would like to know if it's if it's to awaken and are we moving into? A, a greater time of light, which is what a lot of spiritually minded folk um, uh, are thinking and are, are channeling and are talking about. Some people see this, Will, as a great time to be alive. They're seeing it as one of the great turning points, if not the greatest turning point in human evolution and history. This is when we finally move out of the dark age, into the out of the 26,000 year cycle into the new age. So for some people this is hell. For some people this is like the beginning of a new dawn. And and uh, you know, as as it's said in many different ways, you know, you have to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. And it's always darkest before the dawn. So it's gonna well, get. My from- missus, my
2: missus was saying that the
1: day I, I said I was walking, you know, because my moods, you know, fluctuate obviously. And you know, when I'm out in the high street or whatever. The other day I was wondering, like, is this hell? Because I, I never once thought that. I, I thought, you know, if there's a hell, that's a place where there is absolutely no hope. You're never getting out, uh, you know, the old biblical hell. And I, I said, hey, maybe this is hell. And then and then I saw somebody walking their dog, and I said, well, it can't be hell because there's dogs here. You know, I, I, I just, I have such love for animals because I believe they carry with them that God-given wisdom. You know that we humans seem to think I need this, I need that. I'm not happy with I'm not happy with that amount of food anymore. I need gobble, gobble, gobble. And uh, and I talked to my missus about that. She said, "Well, wouldn't that be hell? Because the, the teasing you with hope." And I said, "No, because if you, if you read Dante, what does he say on the gate to hell? Like, abandon all hope, ye who enter here. There is, you know." So, so I think that there is hope. I think as long as we got life, I get up every day. One, one thing that I do say in the morning is thank you for another day of life, yeah. you know, because I, I've had moments where I, you know, when you realize that the hospital system is corrupt, you know, and you, you you, can't even trust somebody like, you know, are, are you part of this fucking thing? Are you pimping a vaccine? Are you pimping some new tech app or whatever? Uh, you, you start to wonder, like, I don't want to, I don't want to die in the with the world in this state, I want to see this shit ended. I would love to be around when this all, when the justice finally comes around. You know, so I think as long as you're drawing breath, there's there's some hope available.
0: I think there's it, always hope. It, it may
1: not sound it by the tenor, but but if I could just say too, and you you probably know this as well, the tenor of the conversations when this thing kicked off, I I know that I'm talking to people on the phone or in person, and saying things to them like, I know you're a human. I know you've got a head and a heart. I know you're a human. And I've seen the protest where there was a husband and wife arrested as they're being handcuffed. The lady says, I'm proud to be arrested for what I believe in. The man is praying in Hebrew. You know, and we've seen all of these conversations that other protests never had. A- have you noticed that? Yeah, other yeah. I'll protests- feed on them. yeah. Yeah, it's always very current. It's like the taxes. You get rid of the taxes. But these, we're having discussions on a protest level about are you a human or are you not a human? And to me, the fact that we've been asking those questions should probably show that this is some kind of spiritual battle.
0: I think I I've think. seen. there's been a resurgence of people looking towards like spirituality or God or both or combinations of the above for sure. I think they've done all they can. I mean, for me, it's, it's obvious that... Religion has been tainted. Spirituality has been called woo-woo. Um, you know, yeah. anything to do with the soul is just like, oh, here we go again. Oh, God, here we go. Someone that believes in stuff. And, um, yeah. you know, there's all of that shit has been happening. It's all kind of pervasive in the media. There's nothing, there's not one religion that hasn't got some shit attached to it. There's not one yeah. like form of belief system in something greater or... Or bigger, or or more kind of wonderful that hasn't been tainted by the system. The system does all it can, although it kind of professes to. You swear on the Bible when you go to court. It's all kind of like lip service. All nonsense. All pantomime. It's all theatre. Yeah. Yeah. All of their belief system is theatre. Because I do actually, deep deep down, I totally believe that they're following a dark path, and they you know they they pray to dark entities, whether you, one believes they're real or not. You know, I, that's where I think they're at, a lot of them. You know, they sell yeah. their souls and they do, they work with the dark side because it kind of rewards them greatly and they have all the materialistic shit they can possibly wish for, you know. Um, And all the cars, all the Maseratis in the galaxy and and, and maybe it does make them happy. Yeah. But I well, can the, see... I mean,
2: that developer has a Maserati. That's right. That's four
1: fucking vehicles this guy has, you
2: know.
1: <laughs> and, and, you know... I know people think I'm obsessed about that but that's my local thing that I had to see like okay obviously this is this is more about giving the world a facelift you know there's a cop car right I've seen more cops go by than ambulances in the midst of this bullshit you know and, and you know we all have our local reasons and our global reasons and our national reasons not to buy into this you know uh, have you, do you are you familiar with the Aeneid the Iliad. Well, there's the Iliad and then there's the Aeneid. And the Aeneid was Virgil writing the Trojan side of the story.
0: No, I don't know that. I know the other side.
1: So this this probably predates Christ by about, I think, 50 years, the Aeneid. And there's a, a character in there where one of them is described as an atheist, which I find very fascinating. So this character, Mazentius, he's described as an atheist. And of course, when he does his prayers, you know, in the, in the Greek literature, they always have the, you know, before they went to battle, one would give his prayer to Apollo or to Diana or whatever. Mm. And this character, Mazentius, he holds out his hand at one point and says, if anybody wins the battle, it will be me and this hand alone. And of course, he immediately dies. So that's a case, you know, predating Christ, where even, even, you know, this, this old Latin literature said... Atheism was kind of stupid. You know, and, and you know, you may think we're weird because we believe in Artemis and Apollo and all that, but it's a damn sight better than just believing in you did it all yourself, which I think a lot of these data scientists, AI weirdos are all about. They they want to replace God. And yeah, in so doing, that, yeah. I have absolute hope, faith, and certainty that they will lose. It, it's
2: just if if I am radiating any hopelessness, I hope I'm not. <laughs>
1: but you know, but if that is the case, it's it's I'm like you. I wanna know when it's gonna end. Like, you know, it's 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 we're we're approaching two years now. How much more of this shit do we need? Yeah. I don't want this to become a way of life for decades. It's got to end soon because you've had enough, I've had enough. It's time to get back to rock and
0: roll, isn't it? Yeah, we need some rock and roll. We need lots of laughter, we need some love. Today I had um I had a neighbour's barbecue on my driveway, um uh, so I got a load of and I you know and I and as much as loads of people came together like from all walks of life and all parts of the world that live on this street, and um and I kind of you know deep down I knew that I should have done it several times over the years that I'd been in I, it was good that I'd finally done it and but i just thought why haven't i done that why haven't i done that when all the times i thought that i should do that because it's exactly what i need and and people need and we don't only need that on a street level we need that we need world parties we need world getting together we need we need because once we find each other once we start to bond with one another all of their shit just collapses that's why it's so important for them to keep us apart to keep us from radiating love to one another because it's so, it emits such a strong vibe and frequency that it starts to take down their walls. You know, it starts to crumble their foundations and the bullshit is built upon bullshit foundations. And it doesn't take I mean, much lot, to destroy it. A
1: lot of it's, the, you know, a lot of the trust, you know, I, I mean, obviously I've got major fucking issues now with, you know, I, I've t- had face-to-face conversations with people who have said that, it push you know essentially in so many words if push comes to shove they'll gladly strip my rights away even though they themselves don't believe in this just uh you know and it's it's hard to you know see your neighbor and go oh no stay you know i could yeah. do i could do all that before down here i loved it down here i could uh, you know look at me going to the sea i'm in england you know and now it's a case of you know what what lengths would you not go to to protect your miserable fucking shallow life
0: but you know, you know we've, but, we've seen uh, a lot of
1: that you know the guy who wanted me to do a comedy course and and said you know he's don't talk about vaccines or whatever which i told him i said I'm, I'm absolutely not interested in this uh you know he's i in the last text i said to him i said i think a lot of us are seeing people this year that, that would have uh gladly told the nazis where the jews were hiding
0: oh completely utterly yeah Oh, that's, that's a scary place to be to no but I think they all the al- listen Will they always like they always it's exist true. they're always there they're always there they want to they, you know they, there's people who happily shoot you you yeah. know if if a decree was made that they're allowed to shoot the uh, the protesters as they walk down Regent Street and they're given you know. like uh, they're given rifles you'd probably have a few thousand volunteers yeah, absolutely. You're not going to ever. You're never going to remove that element from society. But all the, all great revolutions, as I'm sure you know, have started and kind of been ended with small amounts of people. It's yeah. never. You've we've never had the mass on board. It's never no. been a mass of people that have kind of like stopped something or uh, uh, turned something around. It's always been a few people that have done that. And that's, what, and that's not going to be no di- any different now. I mean, we need, it's got to be it's still in its millions for the conscious kind of change. Because I think it's a spiritual awakening leads to the, to the, the ending of this. It's a sp- you know, I
1: had a, a, a friend from California I rang a couple months ago. And, you know, we, we, we were friends in prior times. And he worked in a major metropolitan hospital. And we hadn't talked about COVID because it had been so long since I talked to him and we, you know, we were talking and I said, have you had the jab? Oh, he's had both jabs. And and I said, anyway, so he went on, he, said, he told me, he said, I, I, I'm i about 50-50 as to whether there was a virus or not. And I said, so why did you err on the side of taking the vaccine? He said, well, because I wanted them to open things up again. It sounded like you were just a hostage then in that case. But the worst part was he worked In a major metropolitan hospital in an anesthetic um, assistant, even assistant to the anesthetist, they sent him home for two months because there was nothing to do. And I said, you had all of this happen and you still took the vaccine. And the worst part was, he said, when this first kicked off, I went to Las Vegas and bought a condo. And I said, that's just like these assholes across the street where I live. I, in, in, this is out in california so you you were 50 50 on whether or not the government was lying to you and forcing an experiment on you but what you didn't know was that now was the time to buy a condo <laughs> i it I, I, you know and thank god i never had that amount of money you know I, who knows i but I, I tell you one thing i do believe that that verse is true of that love of money is the root of all evil and for money, you can exchange all sorts of stuff. But I think just that love of more, more, more is is one of the things that we're living through right now. More control, more money, more.
0: You know, I think it's the de- this the desperate throes of a dying kind of beast. I think. The, I hope it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's the beginning of their of their new reign. I think it's the end of a long reign. I think if you know, it's, again, it's about perception. People have left lived in a, a world where they perceive everything's all right. And yeah. still people feel, you know, and, and to a great degree, things are still all right. You know, I had lots of food here today. Uh, you know, we people were drinking booze. You know, we can come back into our house and have a hot shower and go to bed and be relatively yeah. safe and not be cleaved in the middle of the night, uh, you yeah. know, and savaged and whatever. So, you know, things are relatively okay, but they should be because there's been a lot of suffering through through with all our ancestors. You know, for, for millennia to get to this point, it's not like it's just been handed over on a plate. You know, we should be in a semi-decent place and that should be worldwide, not just here. That should be everywhere yeah. by now. But people see, as long as they see the buses running and they see Philip Schofield, not to mention him twice, but I will, because I think he's a, he's a hilarious character. But to see him, his face is still kind of shiny and full of makeup and on the telly and being positive. Yeah. Everything is okay. Why are you trying to rock this boat? What are you yeah. trying to prove? Just get on with it. Play the game. But they, what they haven't seen is that everything has been, is and has been inverted for, for hundreds and hundreds of years, if not millennia. And, uh, and it's coming, uh, that inversion has to come to an end. You know, there's, yeah. a, there's a thousand things that are happening and have happened. And this whole episode is just one of them. You know, this is not, it's not just about this. It's about everything, and this is this is the key to the door. Once that door, like if it cracks open, if the if the bolt just draws back a little bit further, and the weight behind it presses on it, my god, the deluge is coming. And if for, for what I worry about as well is that if the, everything does spill out into the into the open, the mind the mind fuck for for so many people is going to be so huge that you know they're going to just implode. You know, people are going to take their own lives. Um, other people are just going to go mental you know they're they're literally going to break down realizing that you've kind of been in a truman show of lies for the entirety of your life and you've bought into it it's going to be too much for people it's going to be a lot a a great kind of like epidemic of illness of mental illness and and kind of the destruction of the self so I think that's I can that, see that. Yeah, there's a potential. Can you imagine? Like, look at the stance. What you believe, what's going on. What I believe, what's going on. We don't exactly know what the agenda is, or the the outcome that they want, or, or you know, how much of it is a game being played on both sides. You know, like the Trump and everything else scenario. We don't really, really. We're not privy to that. We just know that something stinks. You know, we're in a dark room. Yeah. There's a foul smell, but we can't see where it's coming from. But we can smell it, and it stinks. And that's we don't, we don't, and we know we don't like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's turning our stomachs. But if the windows are yeah. opened, you know, and and that's and and the the light switched on, and we all suddenly see, you know, it's that moment when it, you just see all the, everyone around you suddenly the blindfolds are off. It's like, oh my god, really? I mean, how are people Am gonna take? How will people take that? How would people be able to cope with that? Will you know? That's going to be a massive, I think, massive I, I trauma. Think this is why
1: education is so important. I, I think my last teaching position might have been in the early two thousands. You know, but I, you know, throughout the nineties, I was a teacher of various levels, and you know, I, I mean, when I was a kid, and I, in a little small country school, we learned about the Holocaust. We learned why it was bad. We learn why it should never happen again, these fundamental things. And I, I think there's a lot, I don't know what's happened to education since then. I shudder to think, but I can imagine, you know, when this is all over, you know, we'll have to explain to people who say, I don't know, You know, some people might say, well, I don't, what was so bad about it? We know, we'll have to explain, like, you know, it was very immoral to take uh, parental permission away from parents of 12 year olds. That was very immoral. And we'll have to retrain people because, you know, there's a moral dimension to everything that, was, that has just been overlooked. It's like, these, these, you know, creeps like Elon Musk, you know, puts a chip in a pig's brain. Why? Because we can. And if you ask if you ask them anything further beyond that, these fucking 5G weirdos, why this? Why do we need this? Then when they're really pressed, they'll say, well, it could cure cancer it's always some medical thing at the end of the day why did you put a chip in a pig's brain who knows it might cure diabetes one day they just make this shit up as they go along
0: yeah and uh, i'm just glad i'm not the only one i'm glad you're out there too man you know, there's many of us, us Will. The there's, there's there's more to, you know honestly have you know have heart in the fact that there are millions and millions of us as many as much as you doesn't seem that there's lots in your town uh, yeah. But, you know, countrywide and worldwide, there are millions of us. And, and that gives me hope because if it was just you, me, and, and the bloke down the road and our missuses, then it would be kind yeah. of like we need to go and hide somewhere. Yeah. Um, and we'd dig a hole and kind of like start learning how to cook with worms. But, Will, I'm well, going like, gonna... to... i got my mother who's not taking it. So yeah, well, neither is my mum. My mum's uh, in the uh, 80s and she's, she believes me over them.
1: God bless her. I'm so happy to hear people in that age bracket saying, we're not idiots. We're not all dumb.
0: But beyond that, my mum actually said to me, she said to me, when we was having this discussion and I was telling her, I was absolutely telling her, because they were pressurizing my mum, like we're calling her every day for weeks. Because um, yeah. you know, they want to bump them off, essentially, is is what I think. I believe that absolutely. I believe the older, they and, am I, am yeah. I, and when I explained to my mum what I thought was going on, she said, "Well, look, because they haven't had a war for 70-80 years, they need to get rid of a few million Yeah. And I thought my mum knows more than I give her have given her credit for. Yeah. Uh, you know, and she's kind of wise, and she she realised that when uh, when I put that. But listen, Will, I'm going to wrap things up now because we're approaching the two hour mark. Yeah, man, i got to get some food too, man. And um, Yeah, and uh, it's been absolutely wonderful talking to you. Um, thanks so much for, for being part of this and giving us another show. I uh, hope people yeah. enjoy it. And they can find your uh, double comedy album on your site. It's Will Franken, F-A-F-R-A-N-K-K-E-N, um on YouTube. So um, And al- p- the album is Salvatico. Salvatico, salvage. Yeah. It's a, a modern-day goon show meet Frank Zappa. Brilliant! I'm like, I look I'd forward like to listening to it. I'm gonna get it on my USB stick and have it and uh, and put it on my computer and have it there. Sweet man. So, uh, but listen. Well, I, I
1: appreciate you calling too, man. It's good to chat to like-minded people in this regard,
0: you know. Well, hopefully, people will, will get will get some stuff out of this. Uh, they, they'll check you out as well, and they'll they've enjoyed and learnt something, and um, and shared an experience, experiences that you've had, and, and it will resonate with them, and they'll get. Um, so, so it's good. keep it you want us up, man. I will do. And um, thanks very much, Will. I'll chat to you soon. This is the Galactic Zoo podcast and radio show. Um, I've been Tony Mrazy, and that's been Will Franken. We both say goodnight. Good night.
2: It's a kind of magic, it's a kind of magic, a kind of magic, of uh-huh. one dream, one soul, one prize, one goal, one golden glance, of what should be, it's a kind
0: Queen uh, with the track, It's a Kind of Magic, taken from the movie soundtrack, Highlander. don't know if you remember that film. Lots of heads being chopped off. Wouldn't mind a few heads being chopped off now. Hey, 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 nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. Um, I went to see Queen in 1986 on the It's a Kind of Magic tour at Wembley. At Wembley, I was 16 years old, made my own little t-shirt with no sleeves and no belly button, a little bit revealing. But um, great memories, great memories. This is The Cure and Forest. And that's The Cure and forest That brings us to the end of the Galactic Zoo radio show and podcast for this week. Um, that was the second half of our interview with the great Will Franken. I hope you enjoyed it. I've got some other interviews coming up. I've got some non-comedy person interviews happening as well soon. And I am going to do a couple of music shows because I, I do love music. And uh, I never used to do many interviews when I was on Pirate Radio. It was mostly all music and a little bit of comedy chucked into boot because they're great, great tonics for our modern age or any age but especially now we need good music and we need to laugh hope you enjoyed the show this is tony mrezy galactic zoo radio show and podcast i'll be back soon with more content and some fascinating interviews stay tuned till then one love take care to galactic zoo to galactic zoo
2: galactic galactic